You are listening to a message from Vida City Church Houston. For more information about our church, visit our website at vidacch.org. And now with you, today's message. Everyone who needs to hear a word from the Lord. And you know that when you hear a word of the Lord, it just refreshes your body and your life and, and your spirit, and you're ready to keep going every day for what God needs it. So I've entitled this, um, this preaching, it's called The Value of Vision. Okay, we're talking about this new year that we have started, and it's, it's a brand new decade, it's a brand new uh, 10 years that we're about to start, and um, talking about 2020 vision. Now, I don't know how many of y'all need glasses, but I need my glasses to see. I, I cannot live without my glasses. Now, I can see far, I mean close, close by, I'm sorry, close by, but I can't see far. So this year, our church theme, His Bride, His Beautiful Church, we have uh, chosen by the will of the Lord that the title for our year is, the word of the year is called refocusing. A lot of times we do need to refocus because sometimes our vision gets blurred and it gets sighted. And sometimes when we go see the doctor, uh, we go see the eye doctor, um, we, we have to go and get adjusted. Well, we're in God's eye doctor room right now in the, an appointment with the eye doctor, the, the eye doctor. And he's going to reposition or refocus our sight. He, we want to see what God sees. Amen? And we have to understand that his vision for this church he wants us to refocus because he wants us to see what's up ahead. There are things up ahead in our lives that we need to see from the Lord. You know, he is our coach, like in baseball. Baseball, uh, baseball you have to catch the ball in order to get ahead of whatever, whoever's winning or whatever base you're on or anything like that. You have to be able to catch it, catch the ball. So today... It's important that you catch the vision of God in your, in your glove. Amen? It's important that you catch the vision that God has for his bride, this church. Because we want to keep going in his steps, not what we want. Because it's not about us. It's all about him. So in baseball, they have a, a coach who is the trainer. He is the visionary of this whole play that they want to win. Now, I don't know too much about, about baseball, so I may be off a little bit, but I do know that that ball is very important to catch it. That's what I do know, right? And if you miss it, well, it, 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 it spends your time there trying to catch it, get in a hole of it. But when you get it, then you try to, to speed up with the ball, how it goes so fast, and then it tells you how fast it's been going, right? So in this game of baseball, it kind of can relay to how the coach tells them, okay, I need for you, he does these signs or, you know, he tells them and gets to the base and all that stuff in order for them to win. Well, guess what? God wants us to win. He wants us to win because he has a purpose and a plan for our lives. It is important that we follow the trainer, the coach, Father God's guidance to see up ahead because he wants us to see the victory for us. He wants us to know that we are victorious. I love that song that we, we're going to see a victory. And we're declaring it with our mouth because we believe that we will see victories. 
This morning we prayed for a four-year little four-year-old little girl. Her head is really big, and she's got cancer, a cancer ball right here. And how many of you know that I saw a vision of that cancer tumor shrinking in the name of Jesus? And I'm not afraid to see it because I've seen visions from God. And I know God is going to do great miracles. We have another sister that she's been battling cancer in this place. And um, the last time she was in the hospital, I, we just declared life over her. And we said, in Jesus' name, you are healed and whole. Now, how many of y'all know cancer is a big monster? But how many of y'all know that Jesus Christ's blood is, is, is the only way to get healed in Jesus' name? It's stronger for us. It, it's there for us. And we believe what God did, what Jesus did for us on the cross that brings healing to us. Well, she ended up in the hospital. She's been in and out of the hospital. And we've been praying and believing, right? And the last thing the doctor said, hey, I, I can't do anything else for you. I cannot do nothing else for you. And I told sister, the doctors are limited on what they can do. But you remember that Father God is not limited in nothing. It's not your final. They, they're limited. They can only study. They can only understand so much. But God is our Heavenly Father. And with that, they've been serving communion every night in their home. And God has been doing something miraculous. The last time she got out of the hospital, she, she hadn't had a good appetite. But the last time she got out of the hospital, she went home and told her husband, I need a Big Mac and fries from McDonald's. I need for you to bring it to me now. I am hungry. God is so good. He sees more and beyond than what we could ever imagine or think, but it just takes you to be dairy and say, yeah, I said it, devil. She is healed and whole by the blood of Jesus. And stand on his word and don't be afraid because Jesus has already won the victory for us. We're going to see how valuable the vision is. The vision God has given every one of you. I want you to read with me in Joel 2.28. It says, and afterwards, he said, and afterwards, could it be after the fast, after 21 days? Could it be? And afterwards, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. I want to see that day where I see our sons and our daughters prophesy. How many of you can you say amen to that? That you can believe it? That you can believe his word is true. And it says your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see visions. I dare to say that in this place, if God has given you a vision, if God has ever given you a vision, remember he will not lie. It is the truth. He is going to bring it to pass. If you have seen visions and dreams or revelations, God has given you a revelation. It will come to pass because he will not lie to us. Amen. How many of you can say amen to that? Because we don't think the way he thinks. He thinks ahead of us. He knows more than us. And he knows exactly what we need. And we want to honor him. Give him glory and honor by trusting him because he sees the victories that are coming into our lives. We may not be able to see him, but he does see them. Today we desire that our trainer will make our vision more clearer. To see the vision clearer today because 
of what he sees. Like see in 1 Corinthians 2.9 says, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can conceive, has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. Take that piece of vitamin for you. No, I have seen. You may see your situation. There's just no way this is going to come out. But God sees something else that you have not seen yet. Because he's refocusing our, our vision. He's fixing it again. He's putting us and reminding us of the vision he has told us. He has prepared these visions for us. And when the time comes, it will happen because he does not lie. Well, I have three points. People, hold on. And if you want to write out any of these things, because it took me 30 hours. I told the last service, I said, it takes me 30 hours to get a 20-minute sermon. Pastor pre uh, studies two hours, and he's got it full hour sermon, so I don't know how that works. But anyway, the first point that I want to bring out is that vision needs a vessel. The vision needs a vessel. Okay, when Christ died on the cross, he was thinking about us. All that pain, everything he went through, he was thinking about us. He wanted to clean our vessel. And sometimes our vessels are so full of uh, preoccupations. It's full of hatred. It's full of desperation. It's full of turmoil, depression, and, and stress. It's tired, too, and it's worn out. Our vessels are, are not prepared for what God has for us. And those things take a big place, take, take space in our vessel. We need to ask the Lord, clean that all out for me, Lord. I want to see clear. I want to leave all the spaces for you, Lord, and everything that you have showed me. I want to be that, that willing vessel. I want you to use me. I want you to use me inside and out. Whenever you need me, I am here. God will put that vision inside your vessel, inside your heart, inside your cup. He will put it in there because he needs willing vessels to carry the vision for him. God wants and desires to use you. He wants to use you in the marketplace, in the gas stations, at your job, in your home. He wants to use you here at church. He wants to use you in the parking lot. He wants to use you in, I don't know if I said supermarket, but he wants to go with you everywhere you go because he needs you to be that willing vessel he wants to use. You know, it's a new decade, a new year. And people, people have put pictures like what they looked like 10 years ago and now what they look like, right? So I'm thinking, how is the vision going to look like in 10 years? I don't want to know how much I'm going to, uh, how old I'm going to be. But I do want to know how it pans out. And I want my vessel to be clean so God can show me, hey, this is on my vision board. What is on your vision board? Vision. God has a vision for us. The only way is to put God first. The only way is to put God first. He wants to show you visions and dreams and revelations that he has for your life. And you might say, me? Why would he want to use me? It's because you're so valued. You are so valued and so loved. Let's look at Genesis 15, 1 and verse 15. And let's see what happened to a vessel that was willing to be used. John 15, 1 says, After this, the Lord came to Abram, 
in a vision. He said to this, I wish, um, I wish could have heard been there when he was telling him this I'm sure his knees were buckling and he was shaking all over because he goes he said do not be afraid Abram I am your shield Woo. and I am your very great reward when you are a willing vessel he is your shield and he will reward you because you have trusted him and then verse 5 says and then he took him outside this willing vessel, and said, look at the heavens and count the stars, if indeed you can. I think he was saying, if you can, a little attitude there, right? If you can count the stars. How many of you have tried counting the stars? Uh, and then I love what he says there. He says, then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. Wow. That is amazing. That is beautiful how God speaks to him. You know, I've been in a part in Mexico, and then it's called Talacuitlapa. It took me forever to learn that word. And, um, you know, uh, we were up on the mountains, and in the mornings you could hear all of the, 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 the cock, the cock, um, roosters. Roosters. Crow, crow? Do they crow? Anyway, so in the morning, 4 o'clock, they start. And I'm not just talking about one or two. I'm thinking about 100. I get up. I was all scared. What, what's going on? What's going on? He goes, I think it's, it's the roosters. And I go, what? They have choir practice like now? And then after that, an hour worth of that, then all the um, donkeys started. And I'm going, oh, my God, what is going on? I thought the mountain was about to shake. And then I went outside. I just happened to go outside to see if I could see anybody singing at that moment. You know, the, the, the roosters and, and the, and the, and the um, donkeys. And I happened to look at the sky. And I happened to see, and I go, oh, my God, the stars. There were so many. I feel like I could pick one out. I could have counted some, but not all. I could have counted some. But I think, man, this is so beautiful because it was so clear and beautiful. I love what he told him. He took him outside and said, look at the heavens and count the stars, if indeed you can. And then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. What a beautiful, what a beautiful thought of the Lord. I want Father God to show me visions of my family and the generations that are to come. How about you? Do you want God to show you visions and dreams and revelations of what is about to come? We can because we are privileged. We are his children. We are allowed to see these things. Sometimes brothers and sisters come and tell me I had this dream and they want me to interpret it. And I'm over there sweating, sweating. My feet are sweating. I said, Lord, what do I say? What do I say in my head, right? And I said, Lord, just reveal to them the dreams and the visions they've had. Now, listen, it is so important for us to be able to um, see the vision. See the vision, okay? Because it needs to be visible. The vision needs to be visible. Today's V-Day, I guess. Vision needs to be visible, Okay, in Habakkuk 2, 2, it says this. Then the Lord replied, replied, write down the revelation, the vision, the dream. Write it down 
and make it plain on tablets. I think they had tablets back then. What do you guys think? And write it down on the tablets so that a herald may run with it. And then verse 3 says, says, for the revelation awaits, then the appointed time it speaks. Come on, people. On the appointed time of God. He's not late. He's not early. The appointed time is coming. It says it speaks of it no end. It will not prove false visions. It will not prove that it's a false vision if it's from the Lord. It's going to come to pass. The word vision is a verb for my teachers. The word vision is a verb. And you make it valid when you write it down. Because it is a word of action. It's an action. And when you're writing, that's action. That's happening. It's action. You are writing it down and it's becoming validated. Validated, right? It's coming validated. Oh, God wants to reveal to us things. He wants our spiritual eyes to be 2020. That vision that he has greater things than what we could ever imagine or think. I, I can't even imagine how much more my heart can grow with, with one grandbaby. And now I have another one. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. Lord, thank you so much because you've allowed me to live this long. Because I was destined to die with lupus. But I am here to tell you that we still serve a God that heals. That's why we're going to see miracles in this place. He allowed me to go through this. Because he knew we were going to see this today. Today, the vision of God in our lives. We, we need to open our eyes with the vision so that we can see what he wants us to see. Now... This is really cool, and I hope I can explain it right. When we want to see, when we wake up in the morning, we open our eyes to see. But the vision is seen with our eyes closed because we need to use faith. We see every day when we open up our eyes, we put our glasses, we can see. But the vision is seen with our eyes closed and in faith. The enemy wants to blur your vision. The enemy doesn't want you to see the glory and the goodness of God in your family. And we can say by the authority of God in this place that the enemy has no place in your home. That we have freedom in Jesus because of the vision he has given us about our descendants. We can rejoice today. I want you to think very hard. Think very hard. When did God show you the last vision? When did he show you a revelation? When did he show you a dream that you thought it was impossible? When did God speak to you? The Bible says that it will not come late. It will be on time. And God is a God that he keeps his word. He will come through for you. The thing is that we need to write it down. Go home, get a journal, get your Bible. Sometimes it has extra sheets in the back. And I love this Bible because it's my mama's Bible and she kind of outwrote all the extra sheets that I needed. But that's okay. She wrote down some things that I needed to know. And I love the Lord because he doesn't let us miss out on nothing. 
We may think right now it's hard. I can't do it. I can't stand it. But he is not going to let you waste your time. He will bring it to pass because of that vision God has for your life. Rejoice with me today. How many of you can raise your hand? I've gotten a vision before. I know it's from the Lord. How many of you can say that today? Write it down. Write it down. Don't let the enemy blur your vision or not give you remembrance of what he has planned for your life. Write it down so you can remember that he is a God that will bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Today, the visions, I want you to remember, write them down and believe that God and it's that God will come to that it will come to pass and that God will clear your vision more and more every day. That is why the vision is vast. Number three, we're on number three, people. The vision is vast. It's huge. I heard this word one time. I don't know if it's for real, but it sounds like a good word. It's ginormous. It's huge. It's big. It's weighted. It's so big of what God has plans for you, your family, your children, your boys, your girls, your grandchildren, there are great things that are coming. There are greater things than what we could ever imagine and think. The vision of God is getting clearer for his bride. He's coming. There is so many signs that Jesus is coming. So we need to clear the vision. Stop, stop not trying. We need to stop fighting with people and stop judging people and get everybody to get on the bandwagon and to serve the Lord because Jesus is coming. We can see the signs. We can see the signs all over of, of um, um, uh, earthquakes that are coming, that have been happening, tsunamis. Uh, fights and wars, rumors. We are seeing it through the news every night. We are seeing politics happening. All this is part of the plan of the vision of revelations that was happening. Jesus is coming. That's why we need to get along, love our neighbors, love our enemies, call them to come to the house of God because God is calling his bride to gather. I heard something this about the Jews and that that they've discovered that there's Jews almost in every continent of this world. And to me, that is amazing because that is prophecy being fulfilled right there. They're finding tribes of, 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 of dialect that people don't understand and talk. And they know that they're part of the Jews because of the customs that they do. And the Jews from Jerusalem, they come all over the place. They're trying to find where they scattered. Where have they gone to? And the Lord is putting all this together because he's putting the heart of the people. Visions, visions, visions. God's gonna, God has given you a vision. You need to go home and write it down because he does not lie. You know, I've seen visions in this place, but the Bible says about visions that he has given to great men and the word like to visions to Abraham, Jacob, Samuel, Ezekiel, Daniel, Peter, James, John, Zechariah, and Paul. All these great men believed the word of God and the visions and the revelations and the dreams God had given to them. And that's why we are here right now. The vision went through. And in God's timing, it came. They were part of changing history. And I thank God.
for his mighty love. You know, I've seen visions myself. And, you know, I, I'm already past to the point people think I'm crazy or not. Because I wanted snow in Christmas and it snowed here. It wasn't real, but it snowed. And I've seen visions of cars being lined up trying to get into this parking lot. I've seen visions of angels in this place. I've seen, I've heard and I've seen in our time when we're having practice, we hear another voice. And we're thinking, well, who's doing that? That part of the, of the singing we're doing. We have heard voices. I have seen an angel alongside my car when Jer and I were in youth ministries. And it was, in a, it was a dark area. We were between uh, Corpus Christi and Robstown where my dad lived. And there's an area there that's just so dark. There's no light out there just for the headlights that you have in your car. And I remember that the enemy came and told me, I'm going to kill you and your husband going down this hill. I remember that. And so I grabbed JR's hand and I said, babe, we got to pray. This is what the enemy has told us and we got to come against it. And so we prayed and we thank God you were with us. You were his shield that he would surround us. The next thing I opened my mouth and in the window right there, there was a huge angel. There was such a huge angel. The, the size of the whole car was flying right next to me, right next to us in the car. And I said, oh, Lord, thank you, Father. I told honey, honey. He goes, what, what? I said, he goes, what? I said, there's the angels right there. I said, oh, thank the Lord. He is with us. He is fighting for us. He wants us to see visions. One time, the spirit of the Lord was so happy. The spirit of the Lord was so heavy in this place. And I don't know if Eleazar remembers this, but I had fallen in the spirit. And the Lord had allowed me the vision to see the snake come in, a huge python. It was huge. It was coming in here. And it was doing its whole show and everything. And I told one of the ushers, quickly, call Eleazar to bring me dad's sword, to bring pastor's sword. And he brought it to me. And I said, in the name of Jesus, Satan, you are a liar. This is the house of God. This is the bride of the coming king. And we can stand and see visions to come against the enemy. Because he has no part in our life. He has given us visions. Some of you have had, had dreams and visions of, of a ministry or something. Don't let it go. It's going to come to pass. His coming is so close. And I know I'm getting a little personal with you right now. But what is the vision God has given you? Don't let it go. And I'm going to emphasize over and over again. Write it down. That's what he told us in Habakkuk. Write the vision down. Write it down so that you can remember that God is the one that is going before you. And he will bring it to pass. Write it down. So what have you seen? What does your vision tell you? might say pastor I've never had a vision well prepare yourself you are going to see visions dreams and revelations of God because he loves you he didn't set you apart and he said I'm not going to talk to no he loves every single one of us with his great love is it a ministry is, is it doing something for him what is the visions that you've seen? 
I've seen visions for my family and for my boys. And I'm always telling them, hey, this is going to come because I saw it in a vision. And I believe my father because he's never lied to me. Something, something is going to happen in this place because we are believing that God is going to come to pass. What visions have you seen? Refocus today. Get your vision straight. Get it right. Fix it up. Clean the glasses. Refocus again. Let God take control of your eyesight so you can see clearly what he wants you to see. Today, I want you to rejoice. Spend a happy moment with me right now. For everything that he has shown you in your life, for everything that the vision has seen, the revelation, the dreams, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Because God needs it to happen in our lives. He needs for it to happen in our lives. And today, you have an opportunity to say, thank you, Lord, because it's not too late. I have time to write down the vision. I want to make it valid today. Everything you have told me, and you will bring me memories of everything else that you have, you have given to me in a vision, in dreams, everything. God has it ready for you today. Can you please close your eyes with me? We're going to see a victory. We will see victories. We will. I'm declaring it as of now. We're going to see the victory of God. We're going to see the glory of God. We're going to see it with our eyes open. Healings happening. And wonderful things happening to your family, to your personal life. It's going to happen. Because he wants the best for us. 2020 vision. 2020 vision requires vision, requires a willing vessel, requires for you to write it down. It requires for you to believe God. It requires for you to clean your vessel, clean it out, and let God use you the way he needs to use you. Father God, tonight, today, we just want to thank you for the vision that you are giving us right now. Visions, visions, dreams, revelations come to me right now. And when they come, Lord, I will treasure it with all my heart that this is something between you and I that you have told me before. Fresh, fresh vision again, Lord, that you will give and the visions you've given to me in the past. Thank you, Lord, that they will come to pass in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, because today, You've allowed us to revisit the visions from the past and remind us that you will not get there late. You will not come late. You have a purpose and a plan for us today. Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do. Thank you, Father God. You are merciful and you are good. We've got time to come to the altar. Come renew yourself. Come refresh yourself. Come refocus. Come. I've learned not to judge anybody. I've just learned to say, hey, 
We're all in the same boat and we all want to get to shore. We're all in the same world and we all want to get to heaven. Come. Come and refocus. Come and revisit your boat, your visions. Come and enjoy the presence of the Lord.